This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Weather sell-off uncovers strong spot demand. This week's break lower for grain prices is testing demand in the cash markets. If firm future spreads are any indication, robust physical purchase interest is being found to help stem further downside. Corn and soy processing margins remain elevated as inflation for the products rises faster than the commodity costs. A pause in the U.S. dollars rally also joins the board sell-off to support the potential for improved grain export demand. The price drop should attract interest from importers still working to shift their reliance away from the war-shuttered Black Sea region. Ukraine's grain exports are approaching 1 million metric tons in volume since the start of the month, which is positive considering that the major seaports are still idle, but is still less than a fifth of what could possibly be exported if not for the war. There was talk of more Russian wheat hitting the market as the Kremlin pushes for exports in an attempt to build up foreign exchange reserves. However, most countries are still balking at buying Russian wheat due to a combination of Western sanctions, exorbitant shipping costs, and a rebounding ruble currency that worsens exchange rate terms. Developments in the war will determine how quickly China and other buyers can return to sourcing corn from Ukraine. China recently hedged its bets by granting the genetic approvals for corn imports from Brazil, but it remains to be seen how comfortable Chinese buyers will be with making large purchases from Brazil anytime soon. Brazil's second corn crop will have taken a hit from drought this season, but production estimates are inching back higher and the total harvest will still be a new record by a comfortable margin. The Brazilian real has broken lower against the dollar by almost 10% over the last month, so China has been doing more shopping in Brazil for their soybean needs lately. U.S. soybean export business has been running strong for longer into the season than normal this year, but now unshipped sales to China have built up to nearly 75 million bushels. The weekly export report that was delayed until Friday showed positive numbers for corn and wheat, but soybean and soy product sales were disappointing. Old crop soybean sales came in at a marketing year low, while actual shipments were also down 30% from the previous week. Chinese buyers did cancel some of their previous soybean purchases after they had recently been shopping for more in Brazil, and while they tried to hold themselves over for the U.S. new crop. This week's action in the grain futures spreads reflected the diverging sentiments over prospects for old crop supply availability and over the outlook for new crop production. The surprise shift to a cooler forecast helped trigger liquidation of the new crop futures contracts that were already facing pressure, and from talk that a corridor could be open to allow more of Ukraine's grain exports into the market before fall. Good luck with that. While speculators were selling newly opened longs in the deferred months, short sellers were being forced to roll July positions forward in a way that sharpened the futures price inversions even further. And users and importers also supported the nearby contracts by using the break to price purchases that still need to be executed against the July. Expiration of the July grain options was an additional influence on the spreads today, while first notice day and the start of the delivery period would be potentially impactful for market direction next week. An active spread trade is likely to be featured again in the lead-up and reaction to Thursday's stocks and acreage reports. 
Traders will look to the inventory update to determine the strength of demand over the previous quarter and for a read on how much supply will still be available until harvest kicks off in the fall. The acreage report can set the tone for new crop sediment along with weather until the next crop production update is issued on July 12th. This week's liquidation will clean the market of week longs. The June quarterly stocks report and planted acreage reports have historically been powerful market movers. This year, that should be exceptionally so. RGO notes that the June acres reports have seen larger than typical revisions from the initial estimates published in March. The tightness in old crop balance sheets puts additional onus on next week's reports, as they could very well hold notable influence over near-term price action, with markets now in full weather mode, and seeking clarification on potential old crop ending stocks levels. Markets that did not have a large fund spec component, like sugar or rice, did not see the wave of liquidation selling seen in fund favorites. That suggests that the selling was technical rather than fundamental. USDA will bring the fundamentals back again. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.